On the way back, they were in a certain forest and the merchant falls asleep. And then this Goyish wagon driver saw an opportunity to do the unspeakable. He goes into the middle of Mittenwald, the middle of the forest, and he wakes up the, the merchant. He threatens him that he's going to kill him. He doesn't give him all the money. In the town of Mezhibush, there was a... Everybody, welcome to Sahakal event. What happened? Yeah, man. It's back, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. This is officially a Hakal event. Thank you, Rebutal. What would I do without you? See, I have, I have my, my core, the core guys. I have the guy who always makes sure we have the seltzer. Thank you, Yoni. Thank you, Yudel, for always keeping me in check. Um, yeah. You know they say you're supposed to have like a, like a core group of, what do they call it? Your board? You have to have like a, a board of like five yeah, people. Board. What a board? Yeah. You have to have the boards. The boys. There you go, the boys. Okay, very good. The boys is a board. Fine. After a very long introduction. In which town? In the town of Mezhibush. Excellent. There was a chassid who was a follower of the Bashantiv. His name was Reb Wolf Kitsis. He's known as Reb Zev Kitsis. This story we're going to call him Reb Wolf. He, he was very poor, and he had a daughter who reached marriageable age. Time for to get a, to get a shidduch, and he doesn't have a penny to his name, so he can't. Uh, he doesn't have anything to offer. Right in those days, very very big part of uh, getting married was having money. So he he, he mentioned the Bashantiv. Uh, sorry, the Bashantiv mentioned to him once. Says, you have to make a shidduch for your daughter. She's, it's time for her to get married. So Rolf says, I have no money, nothing. I can't, I can't even sometimes put bread. Sometimes I don't, I don't have enough to put bread on my table. How am I going to marry her off? So Bashantiv kind of scolded him, gave him a, a chilek, and he said he better find a shidduch quick. And when he saw that Rolf was still was hesitating, he didn't know what to do, Bashantiv tells him to him, he says, I'm letting you know, time came for her to find her shidduch. And this is what you got to do. Send the shliach to the town of Yasi, on my cheshben, I'm going to fund it, and the shliach should go and speak to the shatchanim in that town, and, uh, he, and he should say that you have, you're ready to give 2,000 rubles for a dowry, but the chasen has to be a, a, a benfera, someone who's, uh, who's uh, you know, uh, and obviously a shamayim, and uh, someone who has yichash from a good family. So the Wolf did what the Baal says, and he sent someone to Yasi, and the shliach went there, and... Um, he, he explained that the Wolf was a big tzaddik, a big chassid, and uh, that he wanted to give this, this amount, 2,000 ruble. And the Shatchanim started to offer the different, you know, boys that they had. And all of them uh, weren't good until he came up to one, you know, person who the father was, uh, you know, a respected man and, and rich, and he, he had also, he was from a good family. And the son was uh, Taka, he was a very big lambda. Very big Rishamayim. And the uh, Shliach said, okay, this is the one. And they made Tnaim, right? And then and there, he made the Tnaim. And uh, in the in the Tnaim, they wrote that he asked, like, like, like advertised, that they're going to give uh, 2,000 rubles for the dowry. So Shliach comes back and tells the Revolve what happened. And now he goes to the Baal to tell him, okay, we got the Shliach. Now, what am I going to do about the money? So the Baal gave him a Mazel Tov, and he said not to worry. Because very soon he's going to find uh, from where to get this big amount. So a few weeks pass by, and Revolf gets a letter from his mechutten that uh, where's the, normally you exchange gifts, so where's the gift for the chasm? Forget about the dowry, I mean, people give gifts. 
So the wolf goes to the Bashan right away and says, What I do? So Bashan says, Don't worry. And soon you're going to have, uh, soon you're going to find your, uh, soon you're, so it's, it's going to come, don't worry. Some more weeks come, pass by, and the Mechutin writes another letter and says, Why doesn't he send? But the wolf didn't answer because Bashan told him not to worry. So when the Mechutin sees there's no answer, the Mechutin sends very uh, sharp words in the letter, and he says that if he doesn't answer, he's going to break off the shit. So the Volf goes bitterly to Bashantiv and he sends him the letter. So Bashantiv tells him, write to your Mechutin, just to, you know, to calm him down, write to him that uh, when it comes time for the wedding, you'll come and everything will be ready, the, 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 the dowry and the gifts. So the Volf writes what the Bashantiv says. And because Volf was very known to, was well known to be a Tzaddik and a, and a Chassid, so uh, he, was, he, he relied on his words. Just head in the mice? Just come with Tati? Come. Does it sin? Okay. So because they, they trusted the wolf, so uh, they, 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 they didn't have any doubt that it was going to happen. He gave his word. Um, now, when it came close to the time, closer to the time of the wedding, the wolf went, went again to visit the Balshantiv, and the Balshantiv said that he should invite his Mechutn to come three days three days before the time, because he wants to, you know, be mishtashea imoy, to, 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 to spend some good time with him. So, Reb Wolf does what the Bashantar says, obviously, and a few days before the wedding, he gets a letter from his mechutin, he's going to come with his whole family for the chasm. So Reb Wolf goes, you know, uh, again, he's, he's, he's all nervous, he goes to the Bashantar, and on the way that he's going to the Bashantar, on the way that he's going to the Bashantar, he meets another guy, and the guy asks him, where's the Bashantiv live? And he says, oh, I'm going there, come with me. So they come to the Bashantiv, and the Bashantiv says hi to this guest. And he says, let me tell you a story. A story in a story, guys. A story in a story. There was a story of a very big-time merchant who would bring wood on very big uh, rafts, rafsoides, this is over here, but very big rafts, to Prussia. He would bring a lot of wood, tons of wood, a big, big raft. That was how he made money. He was a good money maker. One time, this merchant brought, you know, one of the times that he brought a big uh, shipment of wood, he got 40,000 rubles. It's not a small amount of money. And uh, he had a very nice uh, carriage. And his, uh, his, his driver, his balagala was a guy. And uh, on the way back, they were in a certain forest, and the merchant falls asleep. And there, then this Goish wagon driver saw an opportunity to do the unspeakable. He goes into the middle, in the middle of the forest, and he wakes up the, the, the merchant, and he says that he, he threatens him that he's going to kill him if he doesn't give him all the money. He had a big, uh, a big axe, a big scary axe. So this, this merchant begs him, let's split it halfway, you know, at least leave me with something. He says, no, I want every last penny, every last kopek. Finally, he, he, he gives him all the money, and then the guy tells him, but now, how can I leave you alive? I have to kill you, I can't leave no witnesses, right? Dead men tell me to. Exactly. So he, he begs him to, you know, he begs him for his life, and he's not changing his mind. So he, he said, okay, fine, give me my last wish. I just want to say vidui. I want to confess, right? We all know we're supposed to say vidui before we pass away. 
So he says, I want to, I want to say vidui. And so he let him, he, he let him say vidui, but before he, he tied him up. So he starts to, you know, say out of, from the depths of his heart vidui. And he makes a nether. He says, Hashem, if you save me from this murderer, I'm going to give Meister from all this money to Tzedakah. Now, you're supposed to give Meister anyway, so I don't know, but whatever it is, he made a nether to give a certain amount of this money for Tzedakah. And all of a sudden he gets saved. What happened? The person who was, you know, the ranger, forest ranger who was supposed to go around, even though he was far away, the cries of this merchant reach his ears. And he, in the story it says, Ayida Kanesha, he soared like an eagle. He went very quickly with his rifle to the place where he was tied. And he right away untied him. And this merchant tells him what happened. And uh, they, they, they go to the authorities. And after an investigation, they gave all the money back to this merchant. And they put the eggle and they put this, this wagon driver, this Russia, into jail. Now remember, we're in the middle of another story, so it's not the end of the story. Um, and, and this guy goes back to his house and he's, he's praising Hashem. He's saying thank you to Hashem for how he saved him. But he forgot about his nether. Forgot that he had to give this amount of money that he said he would give. It's 4,000 rubles. And a few weeks passed and he forgot about it. And uh, he had only one son, only one daughter. And his daughter became very sick, and she passed away, unfortunately. He didn't make the connection. Now his son is sick. Son gets sick. And he, he looked for the best doctors. And everyone is saying he's going to pass away. And when he heard that in Mezhibush, there's the Bashamtiv, who, who's Pali Yeshuas, who, who brings salvation to people, he went to go and ask for his help, for his bracha. And who is this guy? This is the stranger that the Abashantav is telling the story to. And so right away he says, I'm ready to give this money right now to Dr. Whoever I need to give. So the Abashantav says, take out 4,000 ruble and give it to her Wolf Kitsis. And so the Seicha, this merchant, right away did that. And Wolf was able to make a chasana. Imagine with 4,000 ruble, he was able to give the, the, the dowry. He was able to make a beautiful wedding. And he bought all the, 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 the gifts for the chasana. And uh, they, they had a beautiful, beautiful wedding. And uh, obviously they also invited this, uh, this merchant to partake in the, in, the, festivities. in the festivities. Thank you. And even before this merchant got home, he got a letter that his son was already healed. And he's uh, 100% back to his strength. So um, we should see Yeshua's in our lives. Make good in our promises. We should, we, should make the, we should make big pledges and be able to make them. Hashem should send us Shefa, Begashmis, Ruchnias. And we should, we should see Mashiach with our own eyes and remove all, all Sveikas from, uh, from, uh, from our minds. Anyways, Agutvach. Thank you everybody for being here. Thank you for everyone who is here. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, I see you guys are watching. 60% of you are not subscribed. So, uh, yeah. Really? You got to add that in there? <laughs> yeah, you can. You got to subscribe. Nechotin to come three days, three days before the time. Because... <laughs> Can we do something about this? <laughs>
אין דבר.